is running. Uh, we don't need another mealy mouth politician who just tells you what she thinks you want to hear just to try to get your vote, then to get in office and to do her donors bidding. She was in another state and she said the people of Iowa's votes need to be corrected. This is somebody that wrote in her book that Hillary Clinton inspired her to first run for office. You're going to find out tonight that there's going to be a lot of Ron's lies that have happened. There are at least a couple of dozen so far that he's done. So what we're going to do is rather than have him go and tell you all these lies, you can go to DeSantisLies.com and look at all of those. There's at least two dozen lies that he's told about me, and you can see where fact checkers say exactly what's going to happen and exactly why it's wrong. If I were an undecided Iowa caucus goer, and this is how you began your last appeal to me as the alternative to President Trump. I don't know what I would do, but I would probably turn off the TV. I would I I was almost inclined to. I I if I were just like it was just me watching for entertainment's sake, I wouldn't have watched it last night. It was so ugly, so unappealing, uninspiring. You know, just and, and not in a fun sort of way, you know, just mean and not helpful. For me, I don't know. What'd you think? 437, 1620. It was, you're a liar, you're a liar, you're a liar, you're a liar, you're a hypocrite, you're a poopy face, you hate puppies, you don't like ice cream. Like, it was just, there were a couple of moments where they sort of flirted with substance, but for the most part, it was so just, ugh. But every time he lies, Drake University, don't turn this into a drinking game because you will be overserved by the end of the night. It will cover the fact that he's only mad about the donors because the donors used to be with him, but they're no longer with him now. And that's because he's upset about the fact that his his campaign is exploding. And then he was the same way, though. Well, I think this is interesting because uh, you can actually go to rondesantis.com because Nikki Haley has this tactic. If you uh, hold her accountable to her record, first she'll say, I never said that. Well, one good rule of thumb, if she says she's never said something, that definitely means she said it. And then she'll say, you're lying, you're lying. That means not only did she say it, but she's on videotape saying it. And so we have all the greatest hits. So she wants you to go to her website. He wants you to go to his website. Can you just tell me? <laughs> I mean, I'm here. I'm watching the debate. I don't want to have to do homework after the debate. You know, can I not just, you know, learn from you what the argument, or can you not remember it? You know, do you not feel capable of explaining it yourself? You know, I debated the governor of California, Gavin Newsom. Um, you know, I thought he lied a lot. Uh, man, Nikki Haley may gives him a run for his money, and she may even be more liberal than Gavin Newsom is. We what? are in a situation here in God. Florida. And what in the world? And Nikki Haley, anytime the going gets tough, anytime people come down, she caves. When you need someone standing and fight for you, don't look for Nikki Haley. You won't be able to find her if you had a search warrant. Thank you, Governor. Governor Haley. I mean, these, like, what does that have to do with anything? What does a search warrant have to do with finding a, It's just a weird non-zinger. He had, a, I think, almost as, like, you know, random zinger generator he had working on his phone or something, and so many of them were silly. But I'll also say this. This is not a time where you have to have pettiness. I wish Donald Trump was up here on this stage. He's the one that I'm running against. He's the one that I wish would be here. He needs to be defending his record. Right now, he's not defending the fact that he allowed us to have $8 trillion in debt over four years that our kids are never going to forgive us for. The fact that he didn't deal with China when it came to stealing intellectual 
property, the fact that they gave us COVID. Oh, my God, almost an argument. Look at that. <laughs> Facts marshaled together in a sequence to form towards a conclusion. I love it. But then... Here's the thing. We need to fly a flag of bold colors, uh, carrying the banner of putting the American people first, not the pale pastels of the warmed-over corporatism of people like Nikki Haley. <laughs> oh, you ever you probably haven't ever had this experience i have because i taught introduction to logic and ethics for a long time at the college level and i loved it i loved the teaching what i didn't love was the quality of craftsmanship that was on display in the typical student essay <laughs> the typical you know uh, uh euthanasia has been a, a difficult topic for lots of people for a long time you know just kind of the way these papers get introduced and then the just weak, mealy mouth kind of uh, topic, you know, the, uh, subjects, sentences, just all of it. The thesis statements that, uh, but then you had a different kind of essay that you would get. And that was the one where the person had just enough writing skill to not be terrible, but not enough to actually be good. I saw a lot of that from the governor last night, from Governor DeSantis. A lot of these ham-fisted sort of lines that, I think he was hoping would be the, like, you know, Vivek Ramaswamy's not on the stage, so somebody's got to be him, and they both tried, and neither neither is. And Chris Christie wasn't on stage, so they felt like maybe somebody's got to take the, you know, the cantankerous role, the mean role, and then neither one of them really succeeded at that. Uh, just, blah, what a blurg. What a, you know, what a waste of a night. But here's the deal. It goes back to that young kid in the town hall that she had where he said, Nikki Haley, you are the new John Kerry. You're for it before you are against it. It's a shame that we had to put up DeSantisLies.com. Honestly, if he would spend as much time trying to prove why he thinks he would be a good president, he would be doing a lot better in the polls. If both of you would have spent more time talking about, here's what I want to do with the country. Here's how I know I can do it based on my past. Uh, and also, frankly, you know what I would have loved to hear heard last night? I would have loved to have heard them say something like this. Either one of them could have done it. I would have, got, I would have had instant appreciation for them if they would have done this. And I know they're both capable of it. That's what irritates me. Something along these lines. If, if, if Governor DeSantis said, you know what, Ambassador Haley, Nick, uh, Governor Haley, she was a very good governor. She was a very good ambassador. She's very capable. She will make a great president. She will be better than Donald Trump and far better than Joe Biden. But here's why I think I'd be better than she is. I would have loved to have heard him or her say that because you can make that case. Don't make it seem like uh, either of these choices are terrible. They're both good choices. They're both good choices. But they didn't make that case last night. Instead, it was just ugly and petty and mean and unappealing and... I just, you know, I want a Republican party that's better. I want candidates that are better. I want candidates where, like, oh, my God, it's going to be all right. It's going to be good. You know, we're going to have a great president. And instead, even though I know both of them are in that category, I thought, well, it just didn't show last night. 718 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake. There's two terms that have come up during this one segment that I've I've never heard or really noticed before, and that's mealy mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you said it just a second ago, ham-fisted? Ham-fisted, yeah. I, that's me at Christmas. I'm, I've got ham. <laughs> I just got fists full of ham, baby. That's just, that's, that just, I'm just getting hungry here. I'm eating donuts and everything. All right. So um, Highway 98 eastbound at Whispering Pines Boulevard, that's where the Ronnie's car wash is. 
there is a vehicle crash there that is causing backups eastbound all the way to the causeway and maybe even beyond by now. Uh, we also have slow rolling backup at uh, NAS, the main gate in Pensacola. Uh, Mobile Highway getting by Beulah Elementary School in both directions from the school zone is a little slow there. And uh, I'm not really seeing anything on Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Uh, the problem with being ham-fisted is it leads you to shoot yourself in the foot. <laughs> and I think part of the problem with her, her candidacy is now that she's getting scrutiny, uh, she's got this problem with ballistic podiatry, uh, <laughs> shooting herself in the foot every other day, <laughs> saying things that now she doesn't even take questions from people. And that's that, the problem is if you're not ham-fisted and you know, suffering from ballistic podiatry, then the alternative is that you're mealy mouth and, uh, <laughs> and profligating the, uh, and you're, you're suffering yeah. from economic profligacy. That's exactly right. That's well, well done. Nice diet. <laughs> Seven nineteen here on news radio, 92, three. I'm Andrew McKay. And if you need to buy a house or sell a house, or you're thinking about it, call Christine Leavenworth and talk to her and ask her questions and then ask her which questions you're not asking. Cause she'll tell you. I mean, she's been doing this for, you know, not that long, really. I mean, I think it's seven years she's been selling homes, you know, before that in the news and a couple other things in between. But, you know, when she first started, a lot of us who knew her thought, well, if anybody can do it, you can. But none of us had any idea that she would have this kind of success. 230-plus homes sold last year. That is a ridiculous uh, number of homes. Uh, and just unbelievable ability to find good homes, find good prices, match buyers, keep buyers happy, sellers happy. It's just, I mean... I don't know what to tell you. It's fantastic. Communication system. That's what she always says. Talk to people. Be honest with them. Tell them what's going on and have a system for working these home sales and getting good prices, even offers above list price. Uh, fairly frequent, even still. 723-9158 for Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leaven Rinky Realty. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru. The men and women here at Anderson Subaru are committed to the Subaru Love Promise, a promise between us and our communities, a promise to make the Gulf Coast a better place to live, to work, and to play. And we're proud of what we've accomplished. From our ongoing support of the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association and Ascension Sacred Heart to volunteering with Feeding the Gulf Coast, we've conducted clothing drives for loaves and fishes and charity auctions for Gulf Coast Kids House, and we support Sherwood Elementary School in multiple ways. We're committed to the pets in our communities, too. By supporting dog adoption events with Phoenix Rising Rescue, Barktoberfest with Pensacola Humane Society, and Potty Gras with Wolfgang Park and Brews. And the love continues through donations, volunteering, and monetary support. Anderson Subaru is making a difference in the lives of our neighbors and our community. The Subaru Love Promise. That's a promise we intend to keep at Anderson Subaru Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Here's today's strength for life. It's okay to be angry. Godly parents should be lovingly angry with their children when they make sinful choices. Christian citizens should be righteously indignant over the rapidly increasing carnality of our country. Individuals should be personally angry when we do things that we know we shouldn't. Anger is often a right and God-honoring response, but anger can quickly accelerate into sin and into opportunities for the devil. Ephesians 4 instructs us to be angry, but sin not, neither give place or opportunity to the devil. Anger can easily become unrighteous and self-glorifying. Beware of sinful anger because that's where the devil can get a foothold and ruin your marriage, destroy your relationships with your children, and wreak relational havoc of various types. So as much as possible, be kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. For more Strength for Life, check out our website at strengthforlife.church. 
Hi, this is Earl Ron, president of New South Window. If you need new windows or doors for your home, heads up, this message is for you. New South is having a one-day factory sale, this Saturday only in our factory showroom. 40% off high-performance award-winning windows, 40% off energy-efficient windows and patio doors, 40% off our factory direct products installed. Bring in your measurements for on-the-spot pricing or call today. One day only, this Saturday from 9 till 4. Please visit us at NewSouthWindow.com. This Saturday only, save an additional 5% when you arrive before noon. Get news at the top and bottom of every hour with WEAR-TV, our local news team, and Fox News on News Radio Pensacola. Is there a problem, sir? No, no problem. I'm just not that crazy about boats, that's all. Gee whiz, Kathy, you're in the Navy for crying out loud. Nobody likes her very much. Yes, sir. Good morning, 723 here on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Always good to have you. By the way, if you ever miss an interview or miss a segment, or, you know, I know it's very common that a lot of you listen while you're in the car, right? So you're in the car, let's say, from 715 to 730 every day. And you think, I wonder what happens on the rest of the show. Well, guess what? We podcast them all. So you can go listen, and the easiest way to listen is, by the way, downloading the app, the News Radio Pensacola app. Very easy. You can click right on the podcast page from your app and listen on your phone anywhere. And I know a lot of people who you know hear the live portions and they go back and listen to the 5 and the 6 o'clock hour and catch the stuff that we do there. And uh, So just want to make you aware that that is certainly available to you, either online at newsradio923.com or through the app, which is really the easiest way to do it. Uh, 724, David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Well, it looks like the transgender care ban in Ohio is still up in the air. The Ohio House has uh, voted to override their governor's veto of House Bill 68. That measure would ban transgender care for minors and also ban biological males from competing in female athletics there. Uh, the state Senate will now decide on whether that will become law after it's uh, rejected by the governor. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is in Cairo today for talks with Egyptian President el-Sisi over the Israel-Hamas war. It's part of his tour of the Middle East aimed at uh, keeping the conflict from spreading throughout the region. And Taylor Swift apparently makes up 1.7% of the entire (laughs) U.S. record music market. That's according to a 2023 report from Luminate, an entertainment data company. This is uh, incredible. The report estimates one in every 78 audio streams across the U.S., is a Taylor Swift song. That is an uh, amazing number. Oh, wow. I mean, that is an uh, amazing in all kinds of ways, but yeah, that that is an amazing number. And had he known that, maybe Joe Coy, uh, who was uh, <laughs> doing the Golden Globes, would have not performed this joke. Welcome back. And as you know, we came on after a football doubleheader. Uh, the big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, on the Golden Globes... We have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear. There's just more to go to here. In and of itself, not a particularly terrible joke, not a particularly good joke, but the camera cut immediately to Taylor Swift and what can only be described as a very cool reception to that joke. And all of her people have been criticizing him. And he's getting a lot of criticism for overall. The I thought you put a guy in charge of the Golden Globes with 10 days notice and make jokes. I mean, you're going to get what you get. She should have laughed it off. She I mean, should that, have. That's, yes. Yeah. That's a pretty light treatment. I, I actually thought it that. showed something. You don't go up against Taylor Swift. The <laughs> Swifties will have your head on a pike. <laughs> 
That's a great image. <laughs> David, thanks for the update. Anytime. <laughs> Way to not be mealy mouth about it, David. Um, <laughs> we got Jake's got traffic on the fives. Uh, I'm just sitting here ham fisted. I'm telling you. Uh, Highway 98, if you're headed out of Navarre this morning toward Windhaven, uh, eastbound at Whispering Pines Boulevard, we have a vehicle crash that's causing backups all the way past the causeway. Uh, we're also slow rolling uh, at NES Pensacola Main Gate. Uh, a little bit of backup there. Also, Mobile Highway by Beulah Elementary School, I-10 at 110. At posted speeds, though, Highway 29 is accident-free. Highway 90 is clear from Milton into Pace. Uh, Lillian Jackson, Navy, New Warrington, all accident-free on the west side. This traffic report is brought to you by Frontier Motors. Frontier Motors, the only dealer Dave Ramsey recommends in Pensacola. Frontier Motors on Beverly Parkway. If you see anything else out there slowing you down, text or call our traffic tip line. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Oh, some follow-up on our conversation about the debate last night. Somebody says here that uh, they agree it was mostly ridiculous. Uh, somebody says that Nikki Haley is a bit too war hawkish for my liking as well. I'm a fan of peace through strength and deterrence, not conquest. Uh, somebody else here says, if they would just tell us how they'll fix the U.S. problems and not cut each other down. Amen. Amen. That's your opportunity. Really, I mean, versus Biden or even versus Trump. Or how we're going to solve it. But why against each other? Just such a, I mean, it just seems so silly. It's like two kids squabbling over the last piece of pie. You know, you got more than I did. You got more than I did. It's just so, I uh, Somebody says, I think they both showed their true colors. Somebody else said, uh, Republicans should be embarrassed. Uh, somebody else says, uh, she, oh, Taylor Swift, she should have just shaken it off. <laughs> Nice. 728. Oh, totally news. missed that one. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's the layup. 728 News Radio 92.3. Oh, this is kind of interesting. So we're going into playoff week, right, for the NFL. And, there, you know, all season there's been this issue where the NFL has cut deals with, like, Peacock and uh, is it Amazon, I think, is the other one, so that some of these games you can only watch if you subscribe to the streaming service. Now, obviously, for a long time, you've only had access to certain NFL games if you have ESPN, but of course, a lot of them are also on network TV. But the idea that's frustrating people is, you mean I got to buy a service just to see my game? Well, the Chiefs game is going to be on Peacock, and they do say that it will will be on uh, NBC in the local markets. So the local markets uh, with the Chiefs, and I forget who they're playing now, uh, they'll be able to watch it. But one of the uh, Chiefs players has actually come out and said, you know what, I'll tell you what, I'm going to pay for 90 people to get a three-month Peacock membership. Just, you know, basically text your name or enter your name here in the social media list and uh, is on Twitter or X and uh, says he's going to pick winners on Friday night. The player name is uh, Charles Omenihu, and, or Omenihu probably is how you say it. And uh, he says it's insane to have him only on Peacock because that's just another thing people have to buy. So he's buying, now 90 is not a lot, but 90 is kind of a nice gesture. I mean, it's not nothing, you know, for an NFL player. Ninety times, what's a three-month Peacock membership? It's, I mean, I'm guessing it's like in the twenty bucks vicinity, fifteen, twenty bucks, something like that. So, you know, he's not spending a lot, you know, under two thousand dollars for an NFL player. But still, I mean, you know, kind of a nice creative thing. I like that. Uh, Nick Saban is retiring. How you feeling, Alabama fans? <laughs> no, this is the day we knew was going to come. It's also the day we hope would never come. You, I should say. I'm speaking on your behalf. As an Auburn fan, I couldn't be more happy. Because, <laughs> you know, we can move on to somebody else and hopefully do better. But, man, seven national titles, six with Alabama in 17 years is unbelievable. By any account, a fantastic coach. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. 
Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Four days to the Iowa caucuses, the far and away front runner in the polls, Donald Trump, says at a Fox News town hall event with all he's been through, it would be normal to want retribution against his enemies. I'm not going to have time for retribution. We're going to make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution. And, and remember this. Our ultimate retribution is success. Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis debating on CNN. I don't think that President Trump is the right president to go forward. I think it's time for a new generational leader that's going to go and make America proud again. That's what I'm going to try and do. He said he was going to build a wall and have Mexico pay for it. He did not deliver that. He said he was going to drain the swamp. He did not deliver that. He said he was going to hold Hillary accountable, and he let her, let her off the hook. He said he was going to eliminate the debt, and he added $7.8 trillion to the debt. So we need to deliver and get this stuff done. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 731 at News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Right now, cloudy skies, 47 degrees in Pensacola. We are expecting another strong storm to hit our area tomorrow. The storm uh, expected to begin on Friday morning with uh, rain lasting at least throughout the afternoon. Forecasters uh, expecting that storm to potentially have strong winds, hail, and of course, even tornadoes. Uh, The current risk for severe weather on Friday is a three of five. Of course, we'll get more Uh, about that with our Channel 3 forecast in just a couple of minutes. The Escambia Sheriff's Office has launched a homicide investigation after the body of 21-year-old Marvis Bedgood was found. Channel 3 reports that Bedgood was reported missing in mid-December. He was last heard from December 18th. Investigators say his body was found in a wooded area off Pinestead Road on Sunday. They believe foul play is a possibility. A federal judge says a lawsuit against Escambia County Public Schools can move forward. That lawsuit centers around the book banning controversy. Lawyers representing Pen America, Penguin Random House, and five other authors want their books back on the shelves. Judge Weatherell today has said, sorry, state, you do not get a blanket government speech doctrine. You don't get today and do whatever you want in this context. I hope and believe the school board was listening. I'm sure they were and that other school boards across the state are listening as well. Ultimately, the judge decided that while school districts can remove books for legitimate reasons, moral beliefs are not one of them. The school district will have 28 days to respond to that ruling. The Escambia Children's Trust Board of Directors has now approved the requested salary increase for their new executive director, Lindsay Cannon. They voted to hire Cannon last month. However, she counteroffered, asking for a $5,000 increase in her salary before accepting the job. Again, this was looked at as a uh, contract negotiation, and that, that is one of the things. She is simply asking for this as uh, someone would in a negotiation. I think to go into it and say, well, you can negotiate but you really can't, is, defeats the purpose of a negotiation as such. And that is board member Dr. Rex Northup. That increase will at least be partially offset by Cannon not using budgeted moving expenses, as she already lives here. The majority of board members voted to support the raise for Cannon. They're now hoping she'll be able to get to work soon. An Escambia County jury has found a second suspect guilty in the deadly 2021 shooting of local football star Ladarius Clarity. Yesterday, 22-year-old Amos Snowden was convicted of first-degree premeditated murder. He'll serve a mandatory sentence of life in prison. His brother, Decavion Snowden, is also serving life in prison after being convicted in July. Clarity was killed July 1st of 2021. He was driving near Hollywood Avenue and Fairfield Drive. At the time, Escambia County Sheriff Chip Simmons said the car was shot at 50 times and it was a case of mistaken identity. 
saying the shooters meant to target somebody else. Well, it turns out the Navarre Beach Pier isn't going to be closed all that long after all. Santa Rosa County officials announced today that while repairs are still being made, it will reopen to the public today. The county says it's been deemed safe for visitors that want to walk or fish on the pier. Right now, 735, and let's get a look at our traffic on the fives with Jake. All right, we've got a few areas to report now. Uh, Highway 98 eastbound at Whispering Pines Boulevard. That's where the Ronnie's Car Wash is. Uh, if you're headed eastbound toward Winhaven, uh, there's going to be a slow roll there. We had a vehicle crash at that intersection, causing backups all the way past the causeway in Navarre. I-10 east bound at Pine Forest, a little congested this morning, but not too bad. A little backup at NAS Pensacola Main Gate. Uh, Mobile Highway by Beulah Elementary School, a little slow in both directions from the school zone. Uh, Pensacola Boulevard is showing some slowdown uh, southbound just after Roberts Road and uh, between that and nine and a half mile road. Uh, very slow getting through there southbound and also a little slow in front of PSC Warrington Campus uh, westbound there. Otherwise, um, we're looking pretty good coming out of Milton through Pace on Highway 90 and um, uh, looks like uh, the... Uh, Lillian Jackson, I, I reported on the PSC at New Warrington. Looks like Cervantes is clear through the curve on Scenic Highway and Boulevard and uh, Summit Boulevard not showing any accidents. If you see anything out there, let me know. Call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Five. We are going to be seeing a nice partly cloudy day today with temperatures warming up near 65 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping to 54. Much warmer for our Friday with temperatures topping at near 71 degrees. Showers and thunderstorms move in in the late morning and the afternoon hours. 70% chance of rain overall. Low Friday night dropping near 32 degrees. We're going to stay sunny as you go into the weekend with temperatures much cooler with highs in the 50s. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you very much, Brooke. Right now, 47 in Pensacola. Also 47 in Gulf Breeze. Just a few degrees cooler. 42 in Milton. Our next news at 8 o'clock. Breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 923. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. Ferrara, the brand owner of the Fruit Stripe Gum, has announced it is discontinuing the decades old gum product. The gum became known for its fruit inspired flavors such as wet and wild melon, cherry, lemon, orange, and peach. Each pack also came with a temporary tattoo of its mascot, Yipes the Zebra. Fans may still be able to find Fruit Stripe gum on shelves now before it sells out for the last time. McDonald's has announced the double Big Mac will return for a limited time nationwide starting January 24th. The massive sandwich will come with four beef patties instead of the usual two. The double Big Mac is part of McDonald's burger overhaul, which includes softer buns, adjusting its grill settings for a better sear, and improving how the cheese melts. McDonald's briefly sold the big burger in March 2020, but had to discontinue it after the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic. And right now, futures are slightly higher. The Dow Industrials were up 170. That's your money now. Get ready to roll, Pensacola, because Cordova Mall Ball is back. January 20th, presented by Sandy Sansing Dealerships, with a portion of the proceeds benefiting Studer Family Children's Hospital Ascension Sacred Heart. Ages 21 and up, formal or crew attire required. Mardi Gras for all y'all rolls on with Cordova Mall Ball, January 20th, 8 p.m. to midnight. Get tickets at PensacolaMardiGras.com. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be a sign that your digestive system isn't working at its best? Taking Metamucil every day can help. 
Metamucil fiber powders help promote your daily digestive health using a plant-based fiber called psyllium. The gelling action of this special fiber traps and removes waste so you can feel lighter and more energetic. Metamucil, promoting digestive health for a better you. Learn more at metamucil.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Ready for intelligent and thought-provoking conversation? Tune in to The Guy Benson Show on News Radio Pensacola. Weekdays from 2 till 4 p.m. on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. Guy Benson, the brilliant and charismatic host, brings you a fresh perspective on the biggest stories of the day. Guy keeps you engaged and informed. Don't miss out on the intellectual thrill ride. Tune in to The Guy Benson Show on News Radio Pensacola from 2 till 4 p.m. It's the show that'll challenge your thinking and leave you wanting more on News Radio Pensacola. Seven thirty nine News Radio ninety two three. I'm Andrew McKay. Mike Wood is the public information officer for the Pensacola uh, for the Pensacola Police Department (PPD). Uh, Mike, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Good morning. Good morning. So, uh, by my read, there hasn't been a lot of law enforcement issues in the city over the last week. I know one thing we had was what a a bank attempted robbery with a knife that was hidden in a cane. What's the story here? No, it was a robbery. Okay. It happened uh, right after we talked last Friday morning. Uh, a 70-year-old year old man walking with a cane went into the Synovus Bank there off uh, Spring Street and uh, displayed a knife and robbed it. And then he turned around and walked toward the door, and there's a lobby area just uh, between the actual lobby and, and the exterior of the building. Um, he stopped right there and uh, pretty much went to officers to arrive and gave the cash back and made the arrest. <laughs> okay. Okay. What, no, so for just purely technical question from my own curiosity. Was it a knife cane? Was the knife in the cane? Or was it these two unrelated objects? No, they're unrelated. No. Okay. Well, that's less interesting. Um, it, you know, you know there's, there's a... Go ahead. I mean, there, there could be issues with this. I, I don't know the particulars on it. And, um, and what I'm about to say may have nothing to do with this case, but I've seen instances before where people have just hit bottom. They have no place else to go. Um, people that are looking for shelter and, and, and food and things like that can result to things like this. And, again, that's not uh, necessarily what may have happened in this case. But there may have been some mental issues involved. We, uh, uh, we're looking into that. But it was, you know, there was something. He, he uh, wanted to rob the bank, and he clearly wanted to be arrested. Okay, interesting. Well, I, yeah, I appreciate that. You also have a missing person that you're actively looking for right now? Yeah, on the uh, on the third, uh, Kayla uh, Atwood, she's uh, was reported missing. Um, actually, was reported on the fifth. She was missing on the third. She dropped her kids off at daycare uh, and just never returned uh, to pick them up, which is highly unusual. Um, Kayla's a black female who stands five foot five and weighs one hundred and seventy pounds. She's got long black braided hair uh, with some blonde in it, and she has a tattoo that says Linda on her neck. Uh, and there's other chest tattoos. So we're very concerned about her and where she may be, and we're urging anybody that has any information on this case to call Pensacola Police. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that, I mean, that seems like a very strange case. So, wow, I certainly hope we find her soon. Um, you always, uh, I, don't, I don't really have anything else for you today, so we'll call it uh, an early one, but uh, do you have a cop myth for me, or did you know for me this week? 
Yeah, you know, last week we talked about equipment on police cars, and particularly the the blue lights, why they're red, why they're blue, yeah. things like that. But oh, can I um, can I tell you by the way that was that was about- news for a lot of people that did not know the business about it. it's illegal to have a, a blue light in the car in Florida. So I appreciate you sharing that because I had a lot of people tell me that oh I didn't know that. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, it is highly illegal. But you know, something that we've had to, or emergency vehicles and the people that the engineers behind them have had to deal with, are these cars that are being made now are so incredibly uh, quiet. You, you know, keeping out outside noise. They're built very good. They're solid. And uh, you know, if you're in a, a newer model car, and I'm talking about something that can be as long as 10 years old, uh, you might not hear a, a siren on an emergency vehicle until it's right upon you. And um, so. Engineers had to come up with a solution to that, and what they came up with is something called the Rumbler, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a low-frequency siren designed to produce penetrating and vibrating low-frequency siren, uh, siren waves. It's particularly useful in dense urban environments uh, with heavy vehicle and pedestrian traffic, and thanks to its frequencies penetrating solid materials, uh, the, the Rumble addresses the issues of modern cars, which are uh, like I said, a soundproof. So uh, the system amplifies the sound through a pair of high output woofers, and the sound is actually felt instead of heard. So that's uh, we have those on our newer vehicles. Um, we don't have the the horns. You know, an Escambia County ambulance is fantastic with the horn system it has. All of us have heard it, uh, but it would just be a little bit uh, a little bit too much on on a police car, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, but so we we've, we've got the Rumbler. And uh, that's what you hear when you hear that low-frequency sound or feel it. Uh, that's what that is. Oh, yeah. No, I've experienced that for sure. And it's it definitely catches your attention. And at first, if you've never experienced you don't know what it is because, you know, you're used to hearing a siren and you don't think, oh, that must be a cop. But then once you see the lights or whatever or hear the siren and then you, oh, okay, that's what that is. But, yeah, it's a, it's kind of an odd sensation for sure. Uh, Mike, oh, hey, let, just a quick, just a quick thing before we go, because um, I'm trying to check in with all of my um, my Alabama fans. You're an Alabama fan. You doing okay today with uh, Coach Saban retiring? I'm doing, yeah, I'm I'm here talking to you, so I'm okay. Um, <laughs> you know, this is something that Alabama fans knew was coming, and uh, we have no doubt that they're going to uh, end up with a coach uh, that's that's going to be wonderful. So uh, let's sit back and watch. I'll, I'll I'll take that, but yeah, no. If you um if you know somebody who's an Alabama fan, you know, check on them today. Just make sure they're doing okay because it's a it's a bit of a trauma for y'all. Uh, Mike Wood, the public information officer for the Pensacola Police Department, as always. Mike, thank you for the time and the good information. I appreciate it, sir. Thank you. Seven forty five on News Radio ninety two three. Jake Scott, traffic on the fives. All right, we're uh, we've got a few areas around town that we're looking at. Uh, Highway 98 eastbound at Whispering Pines Boulevard. That's where the Ronnie's Car Wash is. Uh, it's causing backups to the Walmart in Navarre. So if you're headed out to Winhaven Beach, there's a little bit of a slowdown there, and uh, there's really no way to get around it from where it's located. Uh, I-10 east at Pine Forest, a little congested this morning. Also a little backup at NES Pensacola Main Gate. Also Mobile Highway by Beulah Elementary School. We've got the school zone there, as well as uh, westbound going by uh, PSC Warrington Campus. Uh, Pensacola Boulevard southbound just after Roberts Road is really, really slow from uh, nine and a half mile road uh, on through uh, between Roberts Road and nine and a half mile road. Uh, but that's really all I'm seeing. Uh, if if you see anything out there slowing you down, let me know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. So you've heard me for years talking about Pelican Drones. This great company, the local company. I know the owners, fantastic folks. What they, they do for shooting video for all kinds of big and small businesses and private individuals here in the area is amazing. But you might think because of the name that it's only aerial footage, and it's not. 
I mean, sure, anything with aerial footage they can do, of course. But they are a comprehensive video production company. And so, you know, kind of the old pattern would have been if you wanted to do an ad, let's say, and you wanted to run it on TV, you'd call the TV station. They'd send a crew out. They'd do the video. They'd put it together, and then they would own it. And you would pay them to run it. And then if you wanted to do a different ad on a different TV station, they'd do the same thing. And it's kind of cumbersome and clunky and, you know, not easy for you to change the ad or even to do something else with it. Well, with Pelican Drones... They can do all that same thing, but they can customize it for you. They can make you a minute version, a 30-second version, a 14-second version, you know, whatever you want to do for social media, and then you own it so that you can do whatever you want with it. And that's just kind of how they think about what's best for the businesses that we service. PelicanDrones.com for comprehensive video production of any kind. Splash Magazine covers the coast like the Gulf of Mexico. Each month, Splash Magazine offers a calendar of events, plus tips on where to shop, dine, and play. Learn about the month's special events, live entertainment, and interesting local people. Learn how to catch fish with Captain Dave Yelverton. See what is worth watching on your streaming services. Tom Nolan will tell you the latest. Find out how to dress for the changing Florida weather with Jen Wells. Get the most out of the Emerald Coast by reading Splash Magazine each month. For more information, call Gulf Breeze News at 850-932-8986 or visit gulfbreezenews.com online. Ho, ho, ho! The Christmas magic doesn't stop at Jim's Firearms. Hope you had a fantastic holiday season. At Jim's Firearms, they're bringing you a second Christmas. A chance to add a little extra firepower. Elevate your shooting experience and turn those gift cards into something that packs a punch. Upgrade your arsenal with cutting-edge firearms, precise optics, and top-of-the-line accessories. Make this second Christmas one to remember. Jim's Firearms is at the corner of Blue Angel Parkway and Sorrento Road. And online at jimsfirearms.net. The cooler weather in Pensacola is a great time of the year for gardening, whether it's planting roses, planting shrubs and trees and cool weather color, and of course, planning for spring. This is Mike Wiggins. If you've got gardening questions, we've got answers on the News Radio Garden Line every Tuesday morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. And if you miss us on Tuesdays, then catch the Encore Edition every Saturday morning at 9. Sponsored by Pensacola Hardware, Blue Sky Landscaping, Barnes Feed Store, and Lucky's Pine Straw. Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. Mornings before pep talk on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Stop. Don't. Why doesn't she listen to Mr. Wonka? Because, Charlie, she's a nitwit. So we had this uh, hearing, basically a request for a motion to dismiss with the uh, Scambia County School District yesterday, and the judge decided not to dismiss, which benefits the plaintiffs who are trying to get their books back in the Scambia County School Libraries. And very interesting case, and I mean, we've talked a lot about these uh, book restrictions. Some people call them book bans. I'm not sure that I love that. It's definitely censorship. I, I mean... Yeah, of course. Uh, but book ban is really not quite the right term. Um, and not all censorship is bad. Just Sometimes we we get afraid to grant a word fits a situation because we think the word carries negative connotations. And, of course, English is this really funny language where 15 words all mean basically the same thing. And it's a matter of nuance on the positive or negative uh, association with the term. And censorship is one of these things that has you know, it's acquired a negative connotation because we're supposed to be against censorship and in favor of free speech. Yeah, but the kids, (laughs) you know, Uh, if you're a parent and you do not censor what your kids watch, that's bad. 
parents should be censoring what kids see at, to some degree at certain ages. I mean, if not, what? My goodness, what's wrong with you? Anyway, the question is how much should schools be engaged in that practice? And that's been the crux of this issue is what things should be censored, uh, what things should not be censored, what things to which, uh, what things should kids have access to in the library, at what age, all that. Okay. But the court case itself is very interesting, and I appreciate the PMJ doing a good article about this. Brittany, I think you say Meisnick is how you say her last name. I've not met her, so I apologize. I can't give you the correct pronunciation. But um, very good article about this and talking about the uh, U.S. District Judge T. Kent Wetherill and the reasons why he avoided granting uh, the motion to dismiss. And the short version is that the plaintiffs think that the school should be kind of obligated to carry everything. Well, that's silly. Uh, You can't make the schools carry every book, and if you don't like which books they carry, it's not like if you said, well, why aren't you buying my book to put in your library? You can't make them buy a book. Therefore, if they want to remove a book, there's kind of a prima facie, or like at first glance, there's an argument to be said that they get to control what's in the library. You can't force them to buy a book. Why can you force them to keep a book, right? I mean, you can see that because they are charged with providing instruction, curriculum, and education information to children, and therefore they're the duly elected representatives, you know, whether directly through the school board or indirectly through the administration and then the principals and all that. But they're the ones who are charged with this power. You know, you, you don't, we don't have, like, public referendums on which books to have in the school. You get to elect people who make these decisions on your behalf. Anyway, so they get to have some kind of say. The question is how much say, and can they remove books and on which basis can they remove them? Well, the judge said, look, um, you don't have carte blanche. You don't have total unlimited ability to remove any book at all. You have to either, I mean, if it's pornography or obscenity, of course. I mean, that's illegal to have that in the library. So, of course, you get to remove those. But what if it's just sort of sex adjacent? <laughs> you know, what if it's sort of in the vicinity, but it's not lurid? It's not a violation of the law. Well, those are books that have come under scrutiny recently, of course, and I would say that the school district obviously has the ability to remove those. Well, what if they're removing sex-adjacent books that are about gay relationships and not about straight relationships? Well, now you're getting into dicier territory legally. You know, Does that constitute discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation? Is that a problem even if so? Again, I would say no, but I think that, you know, some courts and certainly some members of the public very much disagree with me about that. But um, compliance with the state law is another one. I mean, obviously, Escambia County is trying to uh, – they wouldn't be setting out to do this on their own initiative, I don't think. It's too much of a pain. And so they're trying to comply with the new state law because the new state law is pretty strict, uh, HB 1069. But in complying with that law, they might be running afoul of – the claims about free speech or free of expression or free access to information for these kids. You also have this problem where the um, you might not be allowed to ban a book just purely based on the viewpoint within that book. But if you put the book in what the judge called a kind of purgatory, you know, book purgatory, where the kids don't have access to it, but you haven't actually removed it because your process is too slow and clunky and, you know, takes six months or a year. Well, that's a de facto book removal, and that should be treated the same as if you actually remove the book, and you can't just remove books for, you know, whatever reason. So just some of the nuances here, and again, this is not a win necessarily for the book publishers or the parents uh, who want to have more of these books available in the public in the um, uh, school library, but it is a temporary win for them that the case didn't just get thrown out. 
It's a not loss, if you want to think about it that way. 754 here on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. So obviously the next round of court cases is going to be the, you know, where we start to get into the substance of, you know, what's the treatment of the issues and are they being banned on the basis of uh, viewpoint or morality as opposed to on the basis of compliance with the state law? Is the state law illegal? I mean, these are all things that are going to come up in this court case. Uh, David Wayne is in the newsroom this morning with our headlines. David? About 85% of illegal immigrants caught crossing the southern border into the U.S. are reportedly processed and released. Texas Republican Congressman Tony Gonzalez says that's unacceptable. Once again, the administration is rewarding those that are doing it the wrong the, the wrong way, uh, that are breaking our laws. And the White House reportedly uh, has said that it's up to Congress to provide more funding to fix the system. Alaska Airlines has now canceled all of its flights on Boeing 737 MAX 9s. The, they say they're uh, conducting safety inspections on all of those planes. It should affect anywhere from 110 to 150 flights per day. This comes after the FAA grounded all the planes. And they said none of them would go back into the sky until it's safe. And the U.S. Space Command in Colorado Springs has a new general in charge. Space Force General Stephen Whiting is taking over for General James Dickinson, who retired after 38 years yesterday. Very good, David. Thanks so much for the update. Jake's got our traffic on the fives. All right. Highway 98 eastbound uh, getting toward Winhaven Beach. There's a backup starting at Parrish Boulevard. That's where the McDonald's is there. And it's stretching all the way back to almost Whispering Pines Boulevard. Um, Highway 98 westbound getting through Tiger Point. A little slow this morning getting to proper. Also, I-10 East at Pine Forest, really congested at that intersection this morning. Also, Pensacola Boulevard, southbound, just after Roberts Road, stretching down to nine and a half mile road. Very slow roll there. I don't see an accident. Also, don't see an accident on Beverly Parkway, going right by Frontier Motors, uh, but we have uh, some slowdowns there headed eastbound. Uh, but again, not seeing an accident. If you have any information for me, see anything slowing you down, let me know. Call or text our traffic tip line 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. I got a text in here at 437- 1620 somebody says no matter what you call uh, no matter what you want to call it it is a book ban again I, I say it's censorship but um i wouldn't necessarily call it a book ban i'll tell you why it's book removal but here's the question that i have and uh, honestly i think i'm kind of surprised nobody's really tried this yet and not that i want to give the troublemakers a you know an idea but i'm gonna anyway so a ban would mean that you couldn't have it in school at all like pornography, you know, a copy of some magazine. I don't want to give any of the brand's credit, okay? But some magazine that had nudity in it. You would not be able to get that at the school library, and you would not be able to have that typically. I mean, I assume most of them have codes of conduct that would prohibit this. That You could not have it, like, in your backpack and read it on your lunch break, okay? But if you ban, say, The Bluest Eye or Entangle Makes Three or... Pick the book you like. If you remove that book from the library, if it's a withdrawal, uh, what if a kid shows up to school with the book and just is reading it? Probably not prohibiting that, right? Probably couldn't prohibit that unless probably if it had pictures. I mean, probably a student could read anything if it's in their own possession. Of course, then the question is, well, what if they're passing it around? And a lot of books have smut in them. A lot of books have smut. Right? I, I, listen, I read a lot of books when I was a kid. That, my parents were very liberal in their, their raising of me. I've read a lot of stuff. I've seen a lot of stuff. Not, I did not practice the same thing with my kids. It was practiced with me. But I read a lot of things in school that 
you couldn't read out loud at the school board meeting, right? So it's not a ban per se, but it'd be interesting to me to see if like sort of next steps down the road, if these books get removed and if somebody really wants to raise a stink about it, you might have 20 students show up one day and very, you know, in a very showy kind of way, be reading all Toni Morrison or all be reading Entangle Make 3 or whatever. And what would you do if you're the school administrator? Might be one thing to say we're not going to have it available in the library. Very different matter to take it out of the hands of students who show up with it, right? I'm just that, That's where my thinking kind of goes on this subject. We'll be, I'm curious to see if anything like that happens. Uh, somebody here says uh, some books are being this is 437 1620 uh, some books are being censored just because of someone's religious viewpoint like being against gay relationships not everybody's against that uh, uh, not right uh, clearly that's an issue here there have always been book bans and I would say also always censorship of course there is a policy in place that covers all of this and has been for a while a parent can get in touch with a scamby kind of school system they can request their child doesn't take out a certain book right obviously uh, and some things uh, you can't read some things out of the Bible in school I don't know about that. I think you could probably read any passage of the Bible, but there's an awful lot in there that hints at things that's much more than our rating for sure. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.